Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. We're in for a busy day, and I'm standing outside Wexford General Hospital. It's a quarter past seven, and I'm here with Minister of State for Department of Justice, James Brown. Minister, this is a this is a tough follow-up to what has been a very sad day for the county. No, absolutely, and very worrisome. Thankfully, it appears nobody has been injured, but the damage done to Exeter General Hospital is very serious, and Minister Stephen Donnelly is on his way here in the next couple of minutes as well and to show his full support and, and to give the commitment to the hospital that they need to get this hospital rebuilt as quickly as possible will be done. But I have to say the management the fire brigade, paramedics and all of the staff here in the hospital and, and the patients and their families as well. You know, I mean, it's a phenomenal response to what was a very, very serious situation and could have been very tragic. Uh, look, wh- when did you become aware that things were unfolding? Uh, became aware yesterday on uh, Twitter, in fairness, local media. Uh, was on the uh, leading out very quickly to give people the necessary information that uh, people wanted to know of what was happening and I raised it in the doll as it happened I was walking into the doll at the time and I mentioned it in the doll as well um, yesterday afternoon just as it was breaking. There are concerns about what happens to the patients that have gone from here. 207 were moved. We'll get more updates from the HSE and from Ireland East in a little while on this. But I suppose the main concern now is to get the hospital rebuilt. Uh, How committed are you to making sure that happens and even capitalising on the moment and getting those much-needed 96 beds? No, absolutely. We want to get the hospital back up 100% running as quickly as possible. Obviously there has to be an assessment done but I expect that to be done over the next couple of days as to what is necessary but as I say Minister Donnelly will be here in the next couple of minutes and he has already committed I've spoken with him a number of times last night to get in this hospital everything it needs to get reopened as quickly as possible for the people of Wexford General Hospital that 96 bed uh, extension is approved it's in the capital plan it's now detailed design is just about completed and I think we will absolutely drive with that part as well because we need those extra beds as well as getting this hospital uh, back up and running as quickly as possible You are the county's only sitting Minister of State Minister at the moment so are you committing 100% to this hospital will get a full rebuild and will be back fully functional as soon as possible because that is the big question people are worried absolutely look there's always different priorities but the number one priority now is to get this Wexford General Hospital reopened as it is absolutely essential we all have a very strong emotional attachment to this hospital but I mean it's it, it is a key to our well-being here in County Wexford and we will get this reopened as quickly as possible I know you want to add your congratulations to the incredible fire service and also the hospital staff, the ambulances that came from far and wide, the staff that raised the alarm here in Wexford General Hospital. Like, quick thinking has definitely saved lives here. There is no question about it. And I was coming down from Dublin yesterday and we had ambulance after ambulance uh, flying by us because they were on their way down here to do uh, as much help as quickly as they could. I understand the, the fire brigade, I mean, they took huge risks yesterday to get this fire out as quickly as I was possible. I them here. They're, they're phenomenal bravery. Phenomenal bravery. And, and I've had that uh, given to me, that information from numerous people working here in the hospital. They, they, they really risked their lives last night to get this under control as quickly as possible. I know Minister Dower Bryan will be meeting with him later this morning as well to convey his thanks because he's the, rel- the minister uh, directly over them. But I mean, uh, but all of them, as I say, the paramedics and the staff, the quick thinking of management as well. I mean, I've no, I've no doubt that has saved lives here. But as we look out, you can still smell the sense of smoke here, Minister, but all is calm. All is calm, and that is, and that is really down to the quick thinking and the bravery of everybody concerned here in the hospital. So I'm here with Minister Stephen Donnelly. Uh, not, uh, we didn't expect to meet so soon, did we? 
we didn't expect to meet so soon, Alan. The last time we met was on a, a very positive uh, uh, time, which was the opening of the new primary care centre. I, I, I've just taken a taken a tour around the hospital with the clinical director and the manager, and th- there's just a few things uh, I'd like to say. The first is my gratitude to everybody who's been involved in the response here. We had an extraordinary response from the workers uh, in the hospital. We had an amazing response from the ambulance crews who were who are always outstanding. Um, there were critical care patients transferred. There were a lot of patients transferred here yesterday evening uh, through the night. There are still patients in the hospital who are receiving uh, great care. I want to thank the fire fire officers, the fire brigade responses. And really what we've seen is the emergency services and the entire healthcare service responding as one. Patients uh, were brought up to Dublin, patients were brought to Kilkenny, patients were brought, brought to Waterford. Waterford. There's bypass protocols in place now. And I really, the first thing I want to do is just acknowledge the outstanding response from our emergency services uh, and, and, and from the healthcare service. Secondly, and most importantly, um, no one was injured. We had no fatalities, we had no casualties. And what the team here are telling me is um, we didn't even have, for example, patients being injured or staff being injured through smoke inhalation or anything else like that. Uh, and thank God for that. Right. Um, and, and again, I have no doubt that part of that is thanks to the extraordinary professional response uh, from everybody involved. Uh, you have just seen the extent <clears throat> of the damage. How bad is it? The, the, the damage is quite extensive. There's no question about it. So we've, we've walked through areas where there are a lot of inpatient beds, um, where there is, uh, there's endoscopy suites, um, maternity units, uh, and other services uh, within the hospital. So th- th- there is clearly damage from the fire. There's damage from the smoke. Um, there's, there's, there's water damage. And so w- w- we need to let the experts come in now. Okay. Uh, we'll need to get an evaluation as to what remedial actions are required to get the services uh, back up and running as quickly as possible. The most important question, Minister, is can you commit that this hospital is going to be rebuilt to the level it was at and maybe even we talked about before those 96 beds that we're looking for. Can the government commit to South East Radio and to the people of Wexford that our hospital is going to come back bigger and better than ever? Alan, I want to be absolutely clear on this. There can be no doubt whatsoever about this. And I hope that we will not see um, any elected representatives or others using this to start scaremongering. I really hope now that everyone uh, has, a, has, has a calm and sensible response to this. I want to be absolutely clear and unambiguous. The only conversations I've ever had and this government has ever had about Wexford General Hospital is investment and growth. You'll be aware behind us where we're standing now, we're putting in a new 96-bed block. Not only are we putting that in, but the conversation I'm having with the HSC is how do we do it quicker? Can we use modular build technologies? And that's exactly the conversation I've been having with management here. You'll be aware we're investing a lot in women's healthcare. There's a women's health hub coming in here. We've already added additional beds during COVID. Um, The new block will have additional critical care facilities involved. We're investing in endoscopy services and more so let me be absolutely clear everything that is required in terms of funding and other supports to get the hospital back up and running will be provided and the only thing we are doing as well as that 
is building up the services, building up the capacity and building up the capacity and improving the capacity of this outstanding hospital. And my final question, have you any indication when this hospital is likely to reopen? Have you been told? No, we, no, we don't know that yet. No, we're, we're going to have to, the, the experts are going to have to take a look. There is quite extensive damage, so we'll need reports on the electrics, we'll need, we'll need reports on um, the, 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 the mechanical situation, we'll need reports on the structural integrity. So it will take a bit of time, I think, before we know now, the conversation we're having this morning is around uh, a phased reopening. So there are parts of the hospital which, you know, were, were not damaged, um, like the emergency department. But obviously, every emergency department needs res- the resources of the hospital behind it. So the team are already thinking through um, what, what resources and, and what services for patients can be opened on a, a quickly but there's no question based on, on what I've seen that so, some of the work will, will, will take time. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.